Video game millionaires are in the house. Everybody from the We Talk Games here is here today as far as the three people. I am Wiggly, your chief video game millionaire. I am forming the head harness. On the phone, on the Skype pipe, is Kyle Von Kubik. He will be forming the shin bone. And our Irish millionaire of video games, John E. Capcom, will be forming the fart muscle. Is Clint Majors joining us today? Uh, Clint Cockberth is not joining us today. I found out it was Clint. See, he spells it small c, capital L, small i, and t. So I always thought it was cunt cockbirth. But it's Clint. So that's uh-huh. much different. And now I don't have to be worried about labeling this show explicit because now his name is Clint Cockbirth. But he will not be on the show. Nor will he be missed. <laughs> if you didn't know, we do this show once a month. You send in your questions to at We Talk Games on you, Twitter. On Twitter, you ever use that Twitter? You could either yourself. send it as a direct message to We Talk Games or mm. put it right there out on the feedy thing. Yeah, send fun? us your nudes. And, yeah, send us your nudes. <laughs> please, please don't, or maybe. Yeah, right. <laughs> Never know. So send in those questions. We've gotten a lot of questions this week from Alex Williams. Uh, And uh, Stinky has agreed to stay out of our way to be quiet or to be playing pool with Clint Cuntberth. Clint Cockberth. Uh, Did you ever have a baby out of your dick? It's, yeah, don't. But he's agreed as long as there's one question directly at Stinky that he can answer. So what's our first question today for the Video Game Millionaire? We are, of course, Video Game Millionaires. And that is why we can answer your question with the correct answer. If someone out there thinks their answer is correct, are you a video game millionaire? No. Shut your fucking mouth. Go. (laughs) What's our first question from our listeners? Uh, Our first question is from Alex Williams, and he wants to hear some gaming meltdown stories. What game, what happened in the game, and how much damage was done to belongings? Okay. Well, you guys remote throwers? You guys ever throw a remote? Never. And this is a stupid question. Next. Wow. <laughs> no. <laughs> Episode <You> two. <laughs> what were yours? Because mine's not even a meltdown. You reminded me about it, though, Kyle. Yeah. Now, we don't discuss these. Things. Sadly, Wiggly and I will both be mentioning X's <laughs> in our lives. So oh, it's a, it's a yeah. double whammy for us. Uh, John, uh, maybe you'll, you'll make it a trifecta. I don't know. But uh, yeah, I've for... never thrown a video game or a video game accessory at a woman, if that's what you're <laughs> playing. 
Did you ever no, this isn't anybody? a Ray Rice situation. Did you ever yeah. choke anybody out with the uh, that helmet? That fire, what was that helmet called? The virtual boy? No, no, the, the, the helmet that, that you would say, fire, fire, into. Oh, Ma- what was it? No, that wasn't the Max Force. What was that thing called? Here's a question for you. Yeah. Why does uh, Chris Benoit hate the... X-Men? Oh, wait a minute. You know, <laughs> the Hitler, the racism, and then I was going to say, when is Chris Benoit going to come up in our oh, conversation? And now Why I got the like answer. Why does he like the Xbox 360? Because he can't choke his childhood with the car dog. Oh, my God. the controller. That's why. Uh, this is about questions and answers. Yeah, but that is not the question before us. The question, John's fucking hijacking the show. The question is about our video game meltdowns. <laughs> Look, right. I heard that Chris Benoit was playing Snake on his phone and I did the business. <laughs> he got mad at Snake. After he texted the dogs are in the yard, he fucking played Snake. He played that first. <laughs> Oh, goodness gracious. WeTalkGames.com. <laughs> also visit GiantMediaBall.com. Yeah, do that. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Have a pleasant tomorrow. All right, so horror stories with yeah. video games, or I guess meltdowns. Back in high school, I was with a girlfriend, and you know, I didn't know of a retro gaming scene. I just knew that I, w- I liked playing my PlayStation, mm-hmm. and my PlayStation 2, I believe, was out. But I also enjoyed going back and playing the Super Nintendo and the Nintendo. And back then, you could go to your GameStop store, and they would still have older games there for you to buy. And just... And- Controllers that had like boogers and fucking, <laughs> fucking dirt gummy on. bear and mash. Where the hell were you playing this? Yeah. Fucking juice box squirted into it. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, Go ahead. Tell us your. Regardless e- of that, I'm just sort of painting a picture or a scene of the era that retro gaming, I guess, was a scene, but there wasn't a thing like people didn't identify themselves as retro gamers. It's just you were retro gaming. It was just starting, maybe. It was just bubbling up where, you know, you go to the high school computer lab and you're playing punch out on the computer when you're not supposed to through emulation. So there was definitely this vibe where people were going back and revisiting some of the games they grew up with. And one of the games that I loved when I was a little kid, and she did as well, was Super Mario Brothers 3. Never heard of it. We were playing it together. I'm 17 and we're hanging out, we're playing it and we're getting further along than we did when we were kids and we're, you know, laughing about it. And the the later levels, as everyone knows, are very difficult where you're going through uh, what I call Bowser's fleet because there's those three stages where you go up against what I call his navy. Those are the ships that are moving along. This is towards the end of the game. Everyone should be familiar with this. Then there's the tanks where they're rolling along the ground. I call that his uh, army. And then the next one are these floating platforms that have, you know, the cannons in the back to shoot the fire, and I call that his Air Force. And the Air Force one being the most difficult one. Now, if you didn't save your P-Wings, you have to go through this stage, and it's very difficult. And I did not save my P-Wings, and really, us playing this game, the whole premise of this challenge for us was to do it without any sort of warping. So we were going to play uh-huh. through every single stage. And some of the stages in the middle of the game, I used the P-Wings up. But I thought... I was skilled enough to go through the game without needing the P-Wing for that Air Force level. And I didn't have a cloud either, which would have been helpful. Although I don't know if that would account regardless. So I was doing very good, but there was this one spot in that board where I was kept getting tripped up. She kept getting tripped up. We kept dying over and over again. And uh, I was going a little past that part, and I could see that the pipe for the end of that stage was just in sight. And I fell off the fucking platform. 
and I hucked my controller towards the television. This is an old school Nintendo <laughs> controller, so it's a little bit of a brick. Hucked it towards the television. I really wasn't trying to hit anything. I just sort of threw it out of anger. But because it was tethered to the system, <laughs> kind of had this whip back effect where it hit the reset button and wiped the cartridge. There was no more save data on there. There was nothing. It was a fresh cartridge. And um, she gave me so much shit about that, and it was completely justified. <laughs> so that's my meltdown story, because the meltdown was me melting down, throwing the controller, but then her giving me shit about that for about a week that I wiped that cartridge out, because we probably spent a good, you know, 20 hours yeah. all together trying to get through every single board. I'm sure I had a couple people that turned my systems off during a game. Mm. I can't think of why, but I'm sure I had a couple smart asses do that. That's a reason for homicide right there. <laughs> you to call the cops. There was also one time I, had, I got the Konami laser scope stuck on my head. That was... That hurt. I go to the hospital, <laughs> get that removed. Fortunately, it was in stereo. So, uh, you know, because your NES is in mono. So the stereo addition to the Konami laser scope was just a brilliant, brilliant thing to do. You're talking Mario 3 there. I got the Game Boy Advance version years ago, and I used to bring it into work with me, and I worked in a little garage. I had like a little booth that I was in, and then the forecourt where the pumps were, were like, say, 20 feet away. And on my Saturday evenings, it was always dead. Like, I don't think people knew that the place was open on Saturday evenings, and I certainly wasn't able to advertise that it was, because it <laughs> left me with, like, three hours where I was getting paid to fucking read books and play video games and shit. But I was playing Mario 3, and I remember I was on that level you were talking about, like, the hell part, where it's just yeah. like, non-stop. And I remember I was on that, and this car pulled in, and I didn't hear it. And the guy started honking the horn outside, and I was so on edge, I jumped, got scared, and died on a level. And I remember I stood up and went, you fucking, fucking cunt out there in your fucking <laughs> car. And I was, like, swearing the whole way across the forecourt, just going, this fat fucking prick wouldn't get his own fucking car, pump his own fucking fuel, piece of shit, fuck you. And then by the time I got up to the window, I was calmed down. And I went, hey, what do you need? But, uh, you got it out of your system. Did he hear you, though? He was a fucking potato head. He wouldn't have heard shit. <laughs> do they have potatoes in Ireland? They do. That's one of my favorite and, things. And uh, we've, we've fucking fantastic potatoes in Ireland. When you're out of Ireland, you miss Irish potatoes. Yeah. You missed them. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> well, you're going to make a joke, were you? The potato blight. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, you jerk. Yeah, I know. You don't think you're a jerk, though, so it's okay. You're right. Think I'm funny about guys falling off the back of trucks and getting brain damage. Oh, God. What's your meltdown story, Wiggly? Well, didn't he say about getting horrified or something? Because that I could say was Alien versus Predator on a Jaguar. I mean, if you play it now, you're like, God, it's just a bunch of giant blocks coming at you. But back then, I would have people over and, you know, we would have the lights low and I would just be playing it and we'd all shit our pants uh, when an alien popped out, you know? <laughs> I, I mean, this image of you and your friends just shit. <laughs> <laughs> we at least left a fart. I mean, it was, it was scary. But probably my biggest uh, conundrum <laughs> that occurred or biggest big deal, I guess, was when I finally got my power pad out for my NES and I 
was able to get a couple games for it. Now, this was when the PlayStation was already out, and I was doing Moto Choo Choo, whatever the fuck that game was called. I had two PlayStations, two televisions, and doing all, all those games that Bushido played and stuff like mm-hmm. that that you could play on two systems. Oh, burp, by the way. So I was doing this, and I had a couple neat ones. <laughs> Dance Dance Revolution might have even been out already. Mm-hmm. So you were stepping on pads in, but the, but nothing was quite like that NES power pad because <laughs> they made such a big deal out of it. And they had all types of games, uh, exercise and uh, ones where you're supposed to be going down a river and jumping over logs. And they had, you know, Olympic. Oh, type Bayou Billy. Yeah, that's it. You, <laughs> you played pinball on the pinball NES controller and then you jumped on a pad. So I was doing one of these things and I weighed 225. It's all muscle, of course, like Kingpin. Uh, And my girlfriend at the time weighed 95 pounds, I think. And I didn't have a very big house. It was a chicken coop. Well, chicken coop was big, but it was very narrow. Mm. So she was sitting on a futon watching me do this. And I jumped back with the full force of my weight, several thousand pounds of force, and went right on her foot. I don't know. She probably limps to this day. But I think that was my biggest meltdown-y type of thing. doesn't sound as funny as it was when I crippled her. Yeah. Yeah, She was crippled. (laughs) Nice. But she, I mean, it took 45 minutes to just calm down. And then, of course, it hurt for days and days. And needless to say, we never played the power pack games (laughs) That went under the bed. That went away. I don't even think I played the <laughs> NES anymore after that. So. Couldn't even look at a cartridge. No. What else we got? The next question's from Don Money. Oh, evidently, he listened to our show during For Sportuary. Sportuary. Yeah. yeah. Nice. He wants to know, are pixelated sports games better than polygonal games? Like every polygonal game or polygonal sports games? Polygonal sports games. He was very vague with his question. He is. He doesn't know a lot about video games. Although all those baseballs to the head. <laughs> I think so pinball you- sports games are, of course, the best, number one. You can't get better than trying to score a touchdown with a pinball. <laughs> That's a stupid question. It's a tough question because a lot of my favorite sports games are pixelated, but I then I can think very of easily. Okay, good. Okay, go for it. I think polygon games are way better, truth be told. Wow. How comes? Well, look, the Neo Geo baseball games and stuff mm-hmm. like that are fantastic, you know. But for me, when I was entrenched in sports games when I was younger, I remember the difference between playing like FIFA 92 or whatever yeah. on the Mega Drive versus playing ISS Pro 98 it was just like, fuck this old shit. Like, you know, like the 3D, I think, really helped. Uh, FIFA for the N64, I think, was fantastic because you had all the great voices of everybody. And the players didn't look that bad. But let's compare that to the first soccer on the Genesis. I don't know what it was called on Mega Drive, but it was just that top-down. Oh, yeah, that was called uh, Italian 90 here. It was, okay. What did you think about that? It's a poor man's sensible soccer from... Oh, right. Sensible soccer. But as a two-player game. Well, as a two-player game, actually, I remember I beat a friend of mine by getting one of those pads, like an advantage pad that had, (laughs) you know, you just flick the switch and keep on doing the same thing. Yeah. I remember I just put, like, the pass button on um, automatic, and I beat him. (laughs) 
because the pass button was the slide and tackle button as well and I just moved my guys around I hammered them like 10-1 it's not a, like the, the penalties like the flash would have a hard time <laughs> they go so fast it's freaking crazy back in 1990 it was fine mm-hmm. we all played it and enjoyed it but now I defy you to go back and play mm. I would still play that Genesis soccer uh, against somebody I wouldn't play it against a computer because I think it's I don't know I just get more fun out of it it's easy to follow I have a hard time following FIFA sometime because Where's the ball? And I would love to do Pele kicks and all the different things that you could do with that. But I just don't seem to have the skills for it. Yeah, one of my favorite sports series was um, the GAA games, which are Irish sports. And uh, myself and my buddy Spud, we would play GAA Football 2 on the PlayStation 2. And we still do it to this day. Like We'll play it for like six hours in a row. Hmm. And uh, I don't know, for me, I just think... Like there's certain like uh, the track and field games, the old track and field games I love, the Daily mm-hmm. Thompson decathlon games, you know, these old kind of two D pixely games, like they're fun. But like if you're talking about a pure sports sim, I think three D games kind of take it. Just for my like just my thing, as I say, like the breakthrough for me was ISS Pro, and just kind of going, this feels right. How about baseball? If you remember a lot, uh, there were a lot of baseball games that well, there still are. There's both a lot of pixelated baseball games and there's a lot of polygon baseball games. But to me, though, pixelated baseball games, uh, especially the good ones, I'm not sure RBI, but I can't remember a lot of the names of the baseball games. The ones in the arcade where you had the little reticle, <laughs> your rectangle, not a reticle, and then you had where the ball would land and just, I don't yeah. know, just the ability to curve and, and do different things. I don't think I've played a polygon baseball game that has been like that. And in fact, every person I wanted to introduce to how fun baseball was, I would go to NES baseball, just the one that was Nintendo baseball. Because you could steal bases. You could really understand how to control your outfield. You could really understand baseball. And to me, that was just really fun. You both kind of hit on what I was going to get to, which was, I think, for me, there's a lot of nostalgia with the pixelated games, but it kind of depends on the sport. Mm-hmm. And I agree with you, Wiggly, with the sport like baseball, I definitely enjoy the more pixelated games. Uh, even when they're those games that were trying to be a straight sim, not just, you know, right. baseball 2020. But I do agree with John, some sports titles, as we discussed back in Sportuary, I think football works better as a polygon game. Hmm. And I'm thinking of NFL Blitz for me because that's what I like. But I think that a game like American Football where depth is involved, you want those polygonal graphics. And I think for me, Virtua Tennis is a lot more enjoyable than some of the earlier tennis games that were pixelated because those felt more like Pong than they did Uh tennis. So I, I don't know if it's a great question. It's a good question so we could wrap our heads around what worked better for us. It's kind of subjective, I guess. But for me, yeah, I think you, you guys both hit it where it's broken down by the sport. I like pixelated ice hockey more than I do polygonal ice hockey. Mm-hmm. But that's because of the accessibility of it. So right. like, I like Nintendo's ice hockey mm-hmm. more than I like NHL 15. But that's because it's easier for me to play and I've got a lot of nostalgia wrapped in it. I can also admit that straight sim, you're 
probably getting a better experience now with polygonal graphics. I think earlier in the PlayStation era and the, the Nintendo 64 era, it was that go-between where those games don't really hold up and maybe those particular sets of sports games where they were the early polygonal graphics weren't better than their predecessors in the pixelated realm. But now straight sims probably are better polygonal than pixelated. But I agree. I, I'd rather play pixelated baseball than a polygonal one. How about basketball? The, one of the first games for the PlayStation, the first PlayStation, that I really dug was Sony's own basketball. For some reason, EA took a long time to get away from pixels, but they would put these pixels inside of a polygon play field. The Maddens were still pixel guys and they were, yeah. you know, zooming in and out and it was horrible. Now, I did like uh, the 3DO version of it. I thought that because the characters were digitized. Mm. So they were digitized characters and that's more probably with nostalgia. But the basketball Sony, I really liked because of the reflection of their calves in the floor. And I just thought, this is unbelievable. But nowadays when I play like a polygon basketball game it just seems like the same thing the computer's getting in the same positions it just seems very not as moving forward and and we saw this a lot until 2k sports came into the picture on the dreamcast we saw the same madden every goddamn year polygonal madden when 2k came out on the dreamcast for every sport that they did Boy, then Madden had some competition, and they really had to step up their stuff. I tell you, there's um, like the new version of NBA Jam. Mm-hmm. It's great. You, you know, like you're that, talking huh? about like uh, the digitized versions, right? Like NBA Jam obviously had that weird kind of. I don't know how you describe it, like zooming or mm-hmm. you know, like the zoom scale thing. Right. Mm-hmm. The new NBA Jam is great. Like really good fun if you can find a copy of it. Or just get the downloadable version. So much fun. And I think better probably than the original. Hmm. Just because it allows you to do crazier stuff. And there's weird layups you can do. And just really fun. I mean, Bill Lambier isn't in it, but then... <laughs> <laughs> you can't have everything. Yeah. No. Is Don Money in it, though? I, who? Greatest sports player of all time. Next to Bobby Riggs, of course. <laughs> he could play every- and then Mr. Perfect. Remember that? Oh, yeah, thing. the, the multi-athletes. He, he could do anything. Basketball, swish behind his head, a hole-in-one. He pool. could throw a uh, football. And catch and it. Catch it. <laughs> All while teabagging Bo Jackson. Oh. <laughs> hey, uh, let's not forget Kenneth Griffey Jr. baseball. Oh, man. Ken Griffey Jr. baseball. They try to make that like uh, Neo Geo baseball. I would play Neo Geo Baseball Stars 2. Uh, the first one's not so good in the outfield, but Baseball Stars 2 is... Uh, Baseball Stars 2 has got the best animation. In it's it. got fantastic animation and great cut-in boxes, and it is on the border of sim and uh, cartoony. I mean, you can power up your players and stuff like that. That's not really a fair comparison, but to me it is because that's the type of sports I want to play, and I think it's, mm-hmm. I think it's more fun. Of course, Snooker plays better as uh, Moonball. <laughs> What's that called? Moon, lunar Pool. Lunar Pool. <laughs> but um, <laughs> Moonball. I play Moonball. I don't care. There's very few polygonal pool games that are 
up there, you know, really easy to play. The one was Namco's for the uh, iPad and stuff like that, and I can't even remember the name of that, but that one I actually could control pretty well. But I still think I would play some of the other pool titles. Not a great example of sports. <laughs> uh, bowling, shuffleboard. Like, I like pixelated bowling. Definitely. I like pixelated bowling. Once again, we have to go back to the Neo Geo. I yeah. don't think there's a better bowling game I've ever played than uh, League Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, League Bowl. But, you know, you really have to play it on Neo Geo. Emulation is a tense off on the timing. When mm-hmm. I played on the Neo Geo, I noticed a difference. But, I mean, it's very minuscule, but it you makes a difference. You know what had a great bowling game? Who that? I think it's called Clubhouse Games in America. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That wasn't bad. It was a 42 all-time classics, I think it's called here. That's mm-hmm. a very good, uh, was a good complete, pull. you know, Clubhouse sporty type of games. Yeah. Where you just, like, flick the ball down the lane with the stylus. Yeah. Really fun. I also need to bring up the Wii. If you play Wii Bowling, it's kind of hit or miss however if you do the practices and i've talked about this before but not a lot of people remember it you begin practicing you start with your regular 10 bowling pins then they keep adding a row and adding a row and at some point you get to like 200 pins that you're trying to knock down with (laughs) one bowling ball and i don't think there's ever been bowling as satisfying as that unfortunately like i said it's just in the practicing part of that but definitely worth you getting your Wii out of the closet and seeing if it still works um, <laughs> to to play that uh, that practice. My favorite football game, and you'll laugh, in the arcade is 10-yard fight. And 10-yard fight is barely a football game, but basically all you're trying to do is get 10 yards. You have a whole bunch of people in front of you, and you control the entire crowd of football players. So you're trying to block with those players as you're running up the field to try to get 10 yards. It's not really uh, football, but you're in control of all your characters. You're making those blocks happen to the, your opponents that are coming at you. So it's very satisfying to me, and I really enjoy 10 yards. And you start in high school, and then you go to, you know, semi-pro and in-pro and whatever. Still more of a sports game than Ninja Baseball Batman. <laughs> but not as much as Waterworld for the, the red system. The Virtual Boy. Boy. Yeah, the Nintendo Virtual Boy. Waterworld is, a, is more of a sport than uh, a lot of other sport games. Let's not talk about water sports. There's <sighs> got to be one out there. Get on that. All right. Well, that's good. We talked way too long about sports games but all in all if i put them on a scale and that's what we should all do and john said it already he prefers the polygon sports titles but if i put them on a scale i would lean more towards the pixels because i think those titles are accessible to everyone they don't skimp on what the rules of a game are so you learn the rules of a game but i think you could play it with uh, a significant other that doesn't really care about sports or even if you don't care about sports i think that you could care about these titles and of course the neo geo leads the way in a lot of these things so that's my balance i'll go for pixels what, what's your scale say uh, i it's tough I know it's hard. um you could say it they're evenly weighed I'm going to go with that. I'm going to go with they're evenly weighed because I think it depends on what sport you're looking to play. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's a cop-out. Okay, I'm sorry, go. I'm copping out. 
<laughs> no, but you're right. I think you're right, but I prefer the Pixels. And that's a great Straightness, question. nostalgia, I'm going Pixels. Hmm. But if I'm going to actually break it down, which uh, I think we've done excellently, I, I'm going to have to go with it depends on what you're looking to play. So what it's about, evenly balanced. What about the horseshoe games? What about <laughs> horseshoes? I'm gonna go. go I'm gonna go with. The, I saw a uh, uh, cornholing. You know this beanbag game. Yeah. I saw an arcade cabinet for that fucking game. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I, and I thought like you couldn't get more redneck than the big buck shooter games. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. I mean, you're playing a simulation of throwing a fucking beanbag. <laughs> Holy shit. What a cornholing. <laughs> you try to get cornholing. It, you try to get the uh, beanbag in a hole that's set away from you, like quates or horseshoes or lawn darts. Why isn't there a lawn dart simulator? Because I think that's one of the things where, like, you should just go play lawn darts if you want to play lawn <laughs> and kill you people. Go, you want to cornhole something? Go out and cornhole it. Don't uh, look for some sort of video simulation of it. And how about that popular college bar sport, throwing darts into someone's back? Yeah. <laughs> Why don't they have that game? But I got to imagine a beer, there are beer pong games. They're beer pong, but not throwing darts at people. No, no, no. <laughs> I got to tell you one thing about that horseshoe game. It uses the rollerball. And I love my X Arcade, but my X Arcade cabinet leaves a little to be desired on those bowling and speed rollerball titles because you when you your you smash your it. hand into the fucking <laughs> arcade cabinet. Pro player tip, you know, go gentle. Missile command, you're, Watch your you're, fingies. you're fucking sweet on missile command. Throwing bowling balls and horseshoes, just be careful. <laughs> put, put a pillow in front of the uh, cabinet. And safe Google cornholing. Yeah, don't, don't even cornhole at all. <laughs> and what about puck-based pool games? You know, the physical ones. Love those. Shuffleboard bowling? Yeah, shuffleboard like- bowling. Love those. I love it. $5,000 for one, you're, you can get one. I know. Stupid. I've looked. Stupid people. Me too. Yeah. You, you, you buy a car or a hockey puck bowling. All right, here comes Stinky's game. Stinky, are you ready for your one uh, stinky question a month? Uh, yeah. Okay, here we go. This one very, was. He's very subdued right now. Let's see if he stays subdued. Okay, Stinky, this comes in from Little Billy. Little Billy writes in. Stinky, out of all the episodes of We Talk Games, Pick of the Buck, Arcade Weekly, the original We Talk Games, Video Power Magazine, the Council of Video Game Millionaires, all of the, again, I know that the Nuts and Milk comes to mind. <laughs> Speaking of Nuts and Milk, I was looking at different handheld arcade emulators that come mm. with, you know, like a, a 75 games and stuff like this. Most of them are built on the Super Nintendo engine, and then they run NES games. But I saw somebody reviewing one of these games, and he was talking about all the fake games that are in there that are just made up. And he mentioned Nuts and Milk. And he didn't realize that was a real game, just like I didn't. <laughs> yeah. So here's the question, Stinky. Out of all of the We Talk Games episode, what was your favorite moment on any show? Uh, I guess it's got to be the time that we had the horse on and it took a shit on stage. Okay, I think I think that's the second week in a row you're thinking of Carol Burnett. The video game millionaires have successfully once again answered your questions with the correct answers. If you answer differently, you're wrong. Go stick your head in the oven <laughs> and turn on the gas. Don't do these things. Do it. Bullflex. You know they. Oh. <laughs> 
You're fired! You are fired! You know how they say, don't do this at home? Do everything we say at home. Okay, everybody, uh, stay tuned next month for your chance to ask the Council of Video Game Millionaires the important questions. I'm Wiggly for Clint Cockberth and all the rest of the We Talk Games Video Game Millionaires. Hey, that's us. Yeah. (laughs) And the rest. Peace out.